This is a time for change. This is a time for awakening. This is a time for an unfolding of who you truly are. This is a time to evolve into the being you were meant to be. This is your time. Hello everyone, welcome to Men on Fire. My name is Mike Ren, a former mechanic and engineer turned transformational teacher. And each week I'll deliver an inspiring message to help you excavate those repressed inner negative feelings and install new thoughts that will finally allow you to truly become the person you were born to be. Hello everyone, Mike Arend here, founder of Infinite Success Academy and the Soul Mechanic. You know, when we cut through all the clutter, red tape and mumbo jumbo of life, all most of us really want is just a life of joy, happiness and peace. Have you ever taken stock on how you feel when you're happy? You feel really good, don't you? Perhaps you're whistling a happy tune or uh, singing, sing along with a tune in your mind as you go about your day and you feel great. But then things happen and come, things come crushing down on us and we feel unhappy again. And then we have to seek for the next thing that will make us happy because we want to feel good. Because feeling good is good. Feels good, doesn't it? It feels great, absolutely. So, what if I told you there was something out there that could make you feel happy almost all the time? It's called self-realization. And what's self-realization, you ask? Well, it's the ability to know and experience who you truly are. When people ask you who you are, do you just tell them your name or perhaps maybe your job title? Now, if you're saying your job title, even before your name, you may need a little bit more work on this. But those things are just labels. They're not who we are. It's like brand, or brand names of cars, Ford, Volvo, whatever. That's the generic brand name, but it's not the car's name. It's not who that car is or what that car is. Similarly, it's not who you are. Just because you have a name or a nickname or you sometimes change your name when you get married or you have a job or you change jobs, your name changes then, doesn't it? But who are you still? You're still who you were that whole time. You are simply the owner of those names. You're not those names. They are just labels. So it's natural to identify with these names because we've become trained to do so. We answer to those daily and we become trained that this is who we are. But it's not who you are. Who you actually are is a divine being that came from the divine eternal entity and field of infinite possibilities or source energy. 
That is who you truly are. Now, the first thing to remember is that you are in control of your happiness. Nobody else can make you happy. Your spouse can't make you happy. Your kids can't make you happy. Your car can't make you happy. Your job can make you happy. Diamond rings, nothing, absolutely nothing can make you happy other than you. So you have to realize that happiness is an inside job. It comes from within, not from outside sources. So if happiness is an inside job, then it is or can be classified as a state of being. I'm being here now. I might as well be happy. So if happiness is a state of being, doesn't that mean I can change my state of being pretty much anytime I want? So I should be able to change my state of being and make myself happy just like that. Simple, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's simple, but it's not easy. Now, there's a few things that I do that help me feel happy almost all the time. And I'll give those suggestions to you now, so perhaps you can try them as well. The first thing I do is I filter the outside media. So what I mean by that is I, I, I know I have to know the news out there, but I don't need to know all the gory details. So I prefer to get my news by reading it instead of watching it on TV. So I read it either online or maybe newspapers, and I scan the headlines. I look at the headlines only. And if any of those headlines have killing or violence in them, I don't read the story. That's all there is to it. I read the headlines. Why do I need to know all the gory details about it? I don't need to know that. I didn't sign up for that. Killing and violence is not what I signed up for. I signed up for love, joy, and happiness, which in turn will make me happy. So like I said, I know I need to know, and I never read them before bed, especially. Who wants that in their brain for eight hours during sleep? If you need to check them out in the daytime or in the morning or whatever, uh, scan them. Read the good ones. Read the positive ones. There's not as many, but they are out there. The next thing I like to do is imagine that there's an inner candle within me. So this candle is inside of me with a flame that burns very brightly. And the only smoke or heat that can come off this candle is of kindness, compassion, and love. That's all. Now this flame burns very intensely and anything that comes in that has to do with violence or killing or negativity, it tries to blow out that candle, but I won't allow that. I won't allow that candle to be extinguished. So by not allowing that candle, visualizing that candle, seeing that flame getting flickered around by the negative aspects, I say no. Get rid of those. Stop thinking of those. Stop reading those. Therefore, my candle stays bright and burning brightly with kindness, compassion, and love. The last thing that I like to do is the ticker tape method. 
Now this, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with this. It happens on sports shows and uh, news shows all the time where the ticker tape starts running either along the top or along the bottom of the, of the program and you're watching that person delivering a news story or a sports story but yet they feel compelled to tell us that there's stuff that's happening five seconds ago that you need to know. It kind of bothers me a little bit. I'd rather just watch the person if I want to watch a, maybe a, a sports update instead of like reading that too while watching. I, Maybe it's just me. I can't do so much at once. I'm not that great of a multitasker. So, what I do is imagine the ticker tape running across my mind with all the good thoughts, negative thoughts, bad thoughts. So if I see or see any negative thoughts of violence, killing, anything like that going through on that ticker tape, I let it scroll by. Keep on going, keep on going. It's similar to like in one ear, out the other, you know, right through this hollow head. But I don't allow them to affect me because I do not select them. However, when I see a positive story filled with joy, love and happiness, I grab that one and I bring it down. And I think about that story for a while or that headline for a while. And that allows me to keep a positive outlook on things instead of allowing those negative things to come into my mind. Now, if you think this is just so really Pollyanna of me and, you know, I need to know the news, I got to know what's happening so I can do something about it. Is that right? You need to do something about it? When was the last time that you saw a news program where people were killed or maimed or bombed and you actually got up off the couch and did something positive or constructive? Was there one? I know you feel bad. And that's all most of us really do. We feel bad for them. So what does that do? It releases our stress hormones because we feel bad and blocks our endorphins that come out when we feel happy. So you automatically feel unhappy and stressed because you can't help them. You don't know how to help them. So you feel stressed. My theory is that I want to feel good. And although I may not be able to help those people directly, by keeping a thought process of joy, happiness, and love, and thereby keeping that internal flame burning and helping others in my immediate world, that ones that I can help either uh, financially or physically or even just with a smile. I mean, that's all that is. I'm showing my love for people. And I'm willing to bet that that little bit that I'm doing, staying in a loving feeling, giving out that loving feeling, would do a hell of a lot more than you feeling bad on your couch, even though you think you're doing something, but you're not. Now, if you will try those three suggestions I gave you, you will find that you have a complete changed outlook on life. Try them for a week. See what works for you. You have nothing to lose. You've been living and loving the soul mechanic during this video. And it's been my absolute pleasure to serve you. Sending you love, happiness and abundance.
now and always. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. As always, keep what feels good and dump what doesn't. And remember, live without judgment, give without expectation, and love for no reason. Follow those three simple expressions and you'll be well on your way to an inspirational, intentional, and successful life. Until next time, you're the one.